Hey kids, it's me, Seb. And this holiday season, we share the gift of terror. Are you out there, Orland? Yes, I am out here in the paranormal world. Yeah, are you uh, sitting by a, a scary, spooky mansion somewhere? Yes. Laying and praying, yeah? That's good. Me too, me too. Uh, because what, what, are we to, what are we doing today? Uh, we are um, talking about an X-Files episode. Mm-hmm. It is um, very 90s, very magic. Yeah, so it's from December the 13th of December was the original air date, 1998. Uh, and I don't, you and I just decided on a whim <laughs> what we were... Let's talk, talk about an episode. Okay, what episode do we want to talk about? You and I have some favorites that we have talked about, but... To be more festive, I guess, you suggested this one. And also an episode that none of us remember, right? I don't, I don't remember this episode at all. No, I have a vague memory of like the house or something. But I had no... Uh, yeah, I didn't really remember what happened or why or anything. Uh, and clearly I saw this probably back in 97. Uh, so I probably didn't see then what I see now in like their characters and everything. Uh, so what episode are we talking about? So we're talking about the sixth episode from the sixth season. How the ghost stole Christmas. It was the night before Christmas in a house full of ghosts. Mulder, Scully and their special guest hosts. Ed Asner and Lily Tomlin would show them the way. But the doors are all locked, and they're here to stay. <laughs> the X-Files, an all-new Christmas episode, Sunday at 9, 8 central on Fox. It, it actually has a Swedish title, Hursböket stal julen. Okay, how... That's exactly <laughs> the same title in Swedish, I guess? No, but it's, uh, it's in singular. <laughs> okay, the Christmas, not no, no, uh, Christmas it's overall. Hursböket, not... And uh, okay, in English, it's how the ghosts, which okay, okay. which is a difference. Uh, so it's singular in uh, the sense that it sounds like it's one ghost we're talking about. But the original title is How the Ghosts Stole Christmas. Yes. Uh, yeah. And from what I gathered, uh, it was, as I said, uh, air dated. It, it went on December 13th. And looking at the season overall, uh, I think they kind of went this direction a couple of times earlier. It's not, uh, what would you say, grim. <laughs> like, it's not, it's not about aliens, first off. And it's not that scary, I would say. Right? I would, this episode. N not to me, but I, I imagine some people think it's scary. Uh, mm -hmm. 
I mean, it's uh, it's very dark, it's gloomy, it's thunder and lightning, and um, ghosts. Yeah, yeah. ghosts. But it's more classical scary then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think just the title in itself talks a bit about how, uh, well, yeah, we're going to see a lot of ghost tropes and stuff like that. So I mentioned us sitting by a scary mansion and whatever. Uh, and that's where we're heading into the episode, basically. But before we go into that, um, do you remember anything from like the seasons before or anything we need to know about before going into it? I guess not, since X-Files no. always is a bit standalone-ish. I mean, this is not part of the, the main story uh, at all, mm. so... So it's it's a, it's a monster of the week episode <laughs> in a way. Uh, yeah, and uh, it's the only thing that goes into the. It's more like will they, won't they? That's the only thing I'd say uh, that goes into the overall arc of X Files. That like Scully and Mulder, their relationship to each other, right? That's the only thing that's. Uh, I don't know if they come to any closure in anything there, but <laughs> that's the only thing that's actually happening going yeah. forward, I guess. Yeah, or maybe uh, maybe not even that. That's the thing. We, we don't really know. Yeah. And another thing I think that's what's uh, good about this or the episode overall, uh, I like the tone of the episode because they are uh, in the know. It, it hits off. Real early. Mulder waiting for Scully in his car. Uh, Scully comes there. Uh, like parks next to him. And oh, what is it now Mulder? Because he always has like some idea of an X-file he needs to check up on. Right? Uh, but now it's it's Christmas. It's not Eve, is it? Yes, it's, it's the Christ day before Christmas. Yeah, so Christmas Eve. So they celebrate on Christmas Day. So Yeah. And uh, Scully got, got her car packed with presents. And she said, oh, I don't have time for this. I need to go home and fix the gifts or whatever. But they're already wrapped. So <laughs> that's a bit weird. Yeah. So. Uh, and what happens? She, she slides into his car and like lets him basically explain why she he called her there, I guess. So... So yeah, and he has a, a a haunted house, a haunted mansion, basically. One of the things I'm really interested about is where the hell is this mansion? How close is it? It's so weird. You you don't get any sense of if is it far away from them? Probably not. Yeah, you're right. Uh, mm. Like it seems like they haven't traveled far since she basically did her shopping on the way. <laughs> I almost gave up on you. Sorry. Checkout lines are worse from rush hour on the 95. If I heard Silent Night one more time, I was going to start taking hostages. Hmm. What are we doing here? Stakeout. On Christmas Eve? It's an important date. No kidding. Important to why we're here. Why don't you turn off your car and I'll fill you in on the details. Mulder, I've got wrapping to do. It's the night before Christmas. Oh. I think I read about like the 
uh, how they went about uh, because Chris Carter is the like showrunner and did the uh, episode and everything, uh, and I think he wanted the set and everything to be like scary but not scary, haunted but not really haunted. So it's bleak but not too bleak. He said decrepit but not too decrepit okay, yeah. and deserted but not too deserted. So maybe that's why you feel like the mansion is. Uh, the Kaplan who did the design, maybe it's, it feels like it could be everywhere, but still, but it's still a creepy mansion somewhere on a so, hill, I guess. Whatever. So, so, so the thing is like they, they, uh, they live in uh, Virginia and Washington DC. Mm. Right. Uh, and this is a place that hasn't had anyone living in, in it for 80 years. And it's a really big mansion in that area, we, we, mm. <laughs> which comes out as a bit weird to me yeah like uh corey kaplan who's the set designer he wanted originally for it to be in scholar's apartment uh, because they hadn't used that mm. set for a long time uh but it's the haunted house motif we we're going into anyhow right uh and yeah they're actually not outside that long it's most mainly inside the house uh, the whole story kicks off uh, later on, I guess. Uh, and like looking at, like, so Mulder, he walks into the house, right? Uh, and Scully, she, ha she, she finds out her keys are gone. <gasps> and she's sitting in her car, actually, like debating, oh, should I follow him? Should I not follow him? And she said, <laughs> she says, yeah, she, I made a New Year's resolution. <laughs> like, she she's she why or she keep doing silly stuff with Mulder, right? Or what's the New Year's resolution, do you think? To to not follow along on his stupid stupid um, in this case ghost hunts, but it's uh, alien hunts and whatever. Uh, but it's kinda weird. Is it her next year's resolution? Since it's probably Christmas. And, yeah, I okay. and I think it's a great New Year's, New Year's resolution because you never follow your New Year's resolutions. So, so yeah. in that sense, it's it's a great New Year's resolution for Scully. Because she will probably not follow it. Uh, yeah. But usually you make them... I, I would at least make my New, Year, New Year's resolution on New Year's Eve like going forward. But maybe it's good also to do it before then you know <laughs> that <laughs> on New Year's that you can skip... The whole year doing yeah. it. <laughs> uh, so they, she finds out her keys are gone. Oh, who took them? I wonder. So she has to follow Mulder into the house. And in the house, what do you think? What, what are we looking at? It's like a... It's clearly a... a like a two-story usual scary house, right? So it's not... So yeah, as we mentioned, it's not that downbeaten or like have windows broken or anything right no th and that's that's also one of the things it's been uh, unoccupied for 80 years but what mm. i think about this house the only thing i always think about in this house is that it's uh, the game that a game that got released two years earlier resident evil um it's, mm -hmm. it looks a lot like that i don't know where resident evil took their house from 
but it's like the, mm-hmm. it's like the same. Everything looks almost the same. Um, the the Resident Evil Manor is bigger, but otherwise it's the same. It's the same with the grandfather clocks and everything, and and like yeah. it's it's bad weather, thunder and lightning and everything. Um, mm. And regarding that, uh, the grandfather clock, uh, I think Scully start noticing stuff in the house that it's. The, if it's been unoccupied for eight years, it's kind of weird that it's wound up. The yeah. clock is working, and she finds out there's light on, like in the kitchen or somewhere. I guess. said that there was an 80% chance of rain, maybe even a, maybe even a wet Christmas. Uh, and then they walk into the, like, where most of the episode will take part, like the library or whatever. It's two rooms, I guess, right? It's going to be... But they're in the library. And there's where everything happens that you mentioned, like you hear lightning and the floorboards start creaking and, you know, the original (laughs) whatever in scary movies that happens. And what's kind of funny that I think, uh, looking at it, is that the characters, like Mulder and Scully, they're, like, self-aware because... Mulder knows that he always drags Scully into stuff and Scully knows that she follows along and Scully has her, uh, like she analyzes everything, right, in her uh, usual way that she has an explanation for everything and Mulder goes the other direction. But they're kind of, you when, when we wanted to do this, you mentioned another episode that's called uh, Bad Blood, right? Uh, and that's like over the top, uh, self-aware. Uh, and very funny in that sense. And I think that's what's... It's kind of funny, this episode, in the, because they're, they're, they know how, <laughs> how they are, in a sense, right? They're so... And that's kind of the basis also for why everything is going along. As we mentioned, Scully knew that she were going to follow him. She hadn't even made a New Year's resolution. Mulder kind of knows that she, he drags her into everything. And he starts, he has prepared this speech for what happened there uh, in the house. And it's like this, it was a pair of lovers that, was that eight years ago then? Yeah, yeah, I think it was, I think it was eight years ago, the star-crossed lovers. Uh, Mm. But it's also interesting that Mulder asked um, Scully if he's scared now. It's like, yes, of course I'm, Uh, I'm, I'm scared, but it's irrational fear. Which is mm-hmm. such a very scholarly thing to say. Uh, and also, she has to explain how and why p- ghosts, uh, if they exist and if they don't exist or whatever. But I think she seen <laughs> a bunch of ghosts, like six, season six, episode six. She's been in contact. Mm-hmm. Even on Christmas, she's seen a ghost. So uh, that's also, I think, like how the showrunners and the writers, they start like bending them into being 
over, like, not analytic, but they kind of, like, she has a, she, she starts to explain, like you mentioned, <laughs> she, she has a good explanation for why she's scared, but she's still scared, so. I mean, that's the same thing with being, I mean, I'm scared of heights. And, yeah. and I'm really scared of heights, but I know it's an irrational fear, but I'm still scared. Like, mm. I, I can't do anything about it. And meanwhile, Mulder has this whole spiel where he, like, talks. It, you, you know that he has prepared the whole speech uh, because he talks really... Uh, he, has, he has selected the words really carefully about the lovers that cross paths and they killed each other? Or was it's it a, a murder? Su- suicide, suicide pact. Suicide pact yeah. to be together forever. And that was also on Christmas Eve and there have been... Uh, incidents since then were people dying in the house right or something like that yeah. disappearing maybe whoa that sound again And as I mentioned, the, the floorboards start shaking and stuff, and they open up the floorboards. And there they see, I didn't see it at first, uh, that it was Mulder and Scully, but they're like, what would you call it? Mummified, I guess? Yeah. Buried d- d- under yeah. the floorboards. But yeah. it, I think it was made by purpose. You would shouldn't see it at the, at the beginning. Because okay, it, like it, you should... It, it should have been much worse if you was like, okay, yeah, it's you, they just crack open the boards, you see it's Mulder and Scully, uh-huh, okay. But when mm-hmm. you, you try to live it through them, realizing it, it's a lot better. Uh, yeah, it's, you're right. it's a lot more dramatic, that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it would, be, it would have been weird if the, it was clearly them, and they said, that is us. It's yeah. <laughs> a woman. Mulder, it looks like they were shot to death. You know what's weird? What? Well, she's wearing my outfit. <laughs> How embarrassing. And what happens? I mean... Like, no, they go together through a door, right? Yeah, and it's like all the ghost stories. They, like, go mm. through a door, they get separated, and they get back to where they were, like, basically. Uh, that's yeah, they... Like, they both go through a door, they come to the same place, and then Mulder says, if I go through that door, I will go out that other door, as they just did. But when he goes through the door, they get separated. Yeah. Uh, and that's when uh, Mulder meets the first ghost. You kind of soon realize it's a ghost, right? You never thought it wasn't a ghost. Uh, it's kind of built up that way. Uh, and they have a big, they have a talk about uh, what are you doing here? And Mulder tries to get back, but it's like the door has been bricked or something. Yep. So he's stuck. Uh, and then Maurice, which is the ghost that's played by Ed Asner. Uh, what do you think about him as the ghost overall? I think he was a good ghost. Uh... Mm. Uh, good as ghosts get. I mean, yeah. As I said, I'm I'm not a 
really a fan of ghosts. So no, you <laughs> you wrote to me and said, ah, "Fucking ghosts" or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> you don't really care for ghost stories no. or ghosts at all. Uh, so I w- you wouldn't say that you believe in ghosts, really? Uh, no, not at all. You're more of a you're more of a scully person. Yes. Hey, scully! Scully, can you hear me? question I should be asking being this is my house you're standing in <laughs> but like Maurice which played uh, Ed Asner he starts like psychoanalyzing uh, uh, Mulder like have a seat uh, because Mulder realized he's tried to like you're a ghost and like trying to but you just shot the door because Mulder tries to shoot the doorknob to get out and stuff like that Uh, you're the one that's being erratic here, doing strange mm. stuff. Have a seat, basically. Because on the floorboards where they just dug up and watched themselves, uh, they're like back together to nothing there or anything. So Mulder starts thinking maybe everything is in my head. And then Asner starts asking him questions and like, oh, you've done this a lot. And he knows stuff about Mulder that he shouldn't know, maybe. I don't think Mulder gets scared, right? He no. never does. He never he never gets scared. That's one of his tra- mm. traits. And it's fun that he gets psychoanalyzed because he is a psychologist uh, himself. Yeah, he even says uh, at some point, like, oh, I've been through this or something like that. Because uh, he's kind of... <laughs> it's It's not a it's not a nice uh, psychoanalyzation. He's like, you're... you're Uh, you demand too much of people and you drag them down with you and then well it seems like he he's agreeing in some level like what the ghost is saying yeah. but then, then, then the fun he says the i think that's the last line of the uh like so the the couch or whatever uh, lay him laying on the couch but just sitting up you know when he says you probably convinced yourself you've seen aliens yeah <laughs> and, and that's so on the nose <laughs> but he also calls Mulder a paramasturbator <laughs> that that's even better <laughs> so, so, i mean well, the, him sitting in the car earlier <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> just looking at the house yeah yeah You've probably convinced yourself you've seen aliens. You know why you think you see the things you do? Because I have seen them. Because you're a lonely man. A lonely man. Chasing paramasturbatory illusions that you believe will give your life meaning and significance, which your pathetic social maladjustment makes impossible for you to find elsewhere. And he's kind of, during the whole episode, he kind of, he is, first he wants to there to be ghosts there, clearly, and then uh, he wants, he, wa- he wants proof, right? Or 
but but he goes from that kind of quickly to just want to getting out of there, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't really know why. Is I, think, he... I think this might be just maybe it's because it's too much in his face because he works with all his so-called proof is so vague usually. <laughs> this is, mm. I mean, he maybe he doubts it himself then because it's yeah too in his face compared to and like these all these weird uh, weird goose chases he goes to against with the cancer yeah. man or whatever and usually during the goose chases he is like he and Mulder are the last ones to experience anything at all uh, because they it's usually someone else that they have they're, they're looking for whatever happens in the last five minutes basically mm. they're chasing someone and something uh, but and this is maybe also because he he thinks it's in his head so he's trying to get out of there uh, he sees himself trapped in the room and then it cuts to scully meeting the other ghost because she's stuck in the other room right uh, Lydia, played by Lily Tomlin, and apparently Lily Tomlin uh, made an ask earlier uh, to be in an X Files. I think asked Chris Carter basically to be in an X Files episode. So he kind of built this episode around her actually, uh, and took her in for it. Uh, but Scarlet meets Lydia, and uh, uh, once again, nobody's under the floorboard there either. Uh, so they're in the same room, but separated, I guess, since both both of them makes that discovery. Uh, and Scully's a bit more... She's kind of shocked during the whole episode, right? I, I think it's hilarious when he, uh, when she uh, when she meets Lida. Like, mm-hmm. she 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 <laughs> pulls out, tries to pull out her gun and say that she's an FBI agent. And Lida the <laughs> ghost gets scared. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. First girl is scared and the ghost is scared. And it's like, Whoa, what's going on? Uh, which is, which is hilarious. You said you're I'm armed! You're a federal agent. Please, I'm a little on edge. Don't come any closer. My name is Special Agent Dana Scully. And uh, I can... I can show you my ID. Yeah. And as I mentioned, nobody's on the floorboard. And I remembered looking at the scene. She, she She's in her white nightgown uh, there in the library. And she holds her nightgown in a suspicious manner. I recognize that like something's going on there because she holds it like mm. down by her throat. Uh, and somewhere around there when she's, as you mentioned, like trying to hold her up with the gun, Scarlet trying to hold up the ghost with a gun. I think that the other ghost uh, appears, the Maurice, uh, next to her. And somehow, I don't remember. Yeah, she tells them up with your hands or whatever, hands mm-hmm. over your head. Uh, and then you can see like uh, the Lydia ghost uh, having a hole through her uh, whole body. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. Do you remember why she made? Like, did Maurice just show her, or 
Because Maurice takes off his cap and he has a hole in his head. Yeah. Uh, but I don't remember why he did it. Maybe he just felt like, yeah, okay, you got us. We're, we have holes in us or something. Didn't the corpses um, under the floorboards have the exact same wounds? The woman was shot in her in the st- stomach and, and the man shot in, in the head. Yeah, could uh-huh. be. Uh, but Scully, she faints after <laughs> in a very like <laughs> because during the whole X Files, Scully is the one explain, explaining everything, uh, and that's usually the other way around in series. Like it's the man that's the reasonable man that uh, like talks the, the women through. Like no, there's an explanation for this. But that's the cool thing about X Files being real early with. Mm. Skull is the one that actually does that, but then she faints, so she's <laughs> she goes back into like the lady role in a sense. There, the ACLU, put your hands up. Yeah, I think after that, the ghosts have a chat about how did they, how, why did we end up here and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they say, like, why, how, or why did we resort to these cheap tricks? Uh, I think Maurice is angry at Lydia. That he wanted to, I don't know, what are they, why do, are they doing it? Why are they haunting people? I have no idea. So, so that that's what didn't make yeah. make any sense to me. They, for me, me they, they, they just haunting. They, they sh- yeah. So they, she tells like Lydia tells Maurice that uh, we have. Uh, why do we resort to sheet treat? We only have Christmas. Lydia says or something like that, right? Yeah, so it's. Yeah. Uh, I think it's alluding to that that they that they only can haunt people on Christmas. Mm. That that's 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 what I take from it. Uh, yeah, and uh, like you can see that they have a playful manner to each other, and that I think they're really good as actors. Like in their, they they really take their place. Uh, they have. <clears throat> they're smiling and being like affectionate to each other and they're kind of in the know and I think for me the highlight of the episode is them uh, like playing tricks on Scully and Mulder and but it's the sheep tricks that gets them and maybe Maurice wanted more like uh, them to get mad or angry at each other in another way, right? Not the visual way. Like making them have a mental breakdown or something. Yeah. But you see what we resorted to? Gimmicks and cheap tricks. We used to be so good at this. We used to have years to drive them mad. Now we get one night. 
This pop psychology approach is crap. All it does is annoy them. When's the last time we actually haunted anyone? When was the last time we had a good double murder? Not since the house was condemned. This is embarrassing. Amateur uh, kid stuff. Look, if we let our reputation slip, they're going to take us off the tourist literature. Last year, no one even showed up. Well, of all days, why did you pick Christmas? Why not Halloween? <laughs> now, who is filled with hopelessness and futility on Halloween? Christmas comes but once a year. You're right. Yeah, and after that, Mulder has a chat with Lydia because now, like, now Scully has seen both of them, and Mulder in the other room uh, start is. I think what is what is he doing? He's just trying to get out of there, right? When yeah, Lydia yeah. shows up, he's just ramming through stuff. No, he, he's trying to pry some stuff yeah. out of the wall, right? Oh, it's like why are you using my chair as a ladder or something? Yeah. It's like okay, and Lydia. She starts talking to him, and uh, like this, what I remember it as, at least, is like Mulder, like Mulder is being kind of, uh, uh, he kind of likes when she starts showing him tricks and stuff, because she starts pulling out books with her ghosts, uh, I don't know, powers or whatever, looking for a picture of her and her man, because he is... Mulder, I think Mulder is saying to her that you are much older than on the picture or something like that. Uh, and Lydia is being like, oh, no. <laughs> do, you, do you never say that to a woman? And like, I think she says sometime, which is which catched me a bit like, uh, I, I, I don't want you to look at my hole or something. <laughs> that was really... Like no, suggestive, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes uh, was it here? Was it here? She said, "Like I don't show my hole to to any uh, everyone or anyone or something. Uh, everyone." So yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't show my hole to <laughs> any man or something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you 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 haven't heard that in the next five episode. I hope you're not expecting any great advantages to all this. To all what? Well, I'm assuming you came here with similar misconceptions. We came here looking for you. Mm, yeah? You didn't come here to be together for eternity? No. Because you're filled with despair and woeful Christmas melancholy? Why? Maybe it was your partner then. What about her? You knew this house was haunted. Yeah? Maybe you two should have discussed your real feelings before you came out here. I'm speaking from experience. What experience? I'm not gonna get into semantics. A murder-suicide is all about trust. I thought you had a lover's pact. <laughs> Poetic illusions aside, the outcome, Mulder, is pretty much the same. Oh. I don't show my hold to just anyone. Why are you showing it to me? Well, it isn't like you're going to be eating any Christmas ham, is it? And I guess that's when she shows him the pictures and start talking to him about how you're lonely at Christmas and I guess this is what the, the episode is a bit about right how how you can be lonely and they decided to be together forever so they I don't know why you, you get you, they figure they get to be ghosts forever I guess so they never get to have to be lonely but I think basically she's claiming 
that Mulder is lonely and he says that, oh, I have my fr friend and he starts doubting himself that he kind of made her come. <laughs> so uh, it's not like he has someone. And yeah, that goes through the X-Files overall, I guess. Yeah, and he only listens to, to Scully because he, he listens to Scully trying to, to disprove him all the time just to have a friend. That's mm. the only reason why he he stays with Scully. Yeah. Um, uh, like, that's also uh, the ghost Lydia is trying to push through. So he's doubting something about himself and... I think sh then she also suggests to him that, oh, you're here for the murder pact, as we did, mm. so you can be together with someone during Christmas. And he starts saying that, no, I would never do anything against Scully. Uh, and that's basically what happens. I don't remember. Did they talk to Scully after that again? Or no, did, I don't, think, I don't think so. Uh, they, they went to... So because yeah, I think they went. Yeah. To, they just moved, moved on. Um. Mm. Because sometime after that, Mulder shows up with a gun, right? Uh, like pointing at Scully, and you kind of figure out that it isn't him. Yeah, because they're trying to pit them against each other or something like that. <coughs> But it looks like him. He has a gun and he actually shoots her. <coughs> and I remember you, I wrote down some uh, like notes or whatever for, for the, uh, when watching this episode. And I remember asking you like, and you thought like, I don't care about uh, how it feels. How do you think it's like a 90s show or anything like that? And you're like, I don't care about that, or you didn't have a f noticed that at all watching it. But I think that's one time when I notice it being a bit nice because that's when it turns dark, right? <laughs> and okay. you get so much flashbacks from watching shows back in the days when it's an ad break. Oh, and that's okay. when the ad break is, yeah. Okay, yeah. So it's kind of, it's kind of, and the episode is 40 minutes or something like that, 44 minutes. So it's probably one hour. Yeah, it's uh, a, it's a one hour show. Schedule. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's when they're having a like uh, a cliffhangerish ending because he shoots uh, Scully right there. Yeah. Uh, and then does. Yeah, she shoots Mulder after that, right? Both get shot by each other in yeah. one sense or another, but you, you end up seeing that it was just a ghost that turned themselves into. Uh, I think, is it Lydia that does all of that? She she made her him her look like Mulder, and then, <clears throat> but they still end up shooting each other. Uh, and you see Mulder dragging himself down the stairs, like shot, and uh, I don't remember how he came up or the stairs, but they get he realizes i don't know why how do you, why do you think he realizes that it wasn't really happening or anything like that yeah it's that that, that it's kind of weird this part is kind of weird that's that's where it's like what the fuck happened but i think like the shot scene wasn't it supposed to be that that 
um, Lydia shoots Scully in the stomach and she kind of mm. dies. Like fake shoots. Uh, yeah, and then Mulder is gonna shoot himself in the head uh-huh. uh, or something. So, so they because okay. she was shot in the stomach, that was the thing. So I think mm. they wanted it to, to be like uh, the woman is shot in the stomach and the man is shot in the head, like the uh. man ki- the man killing the woman and then killing himself in a suicide pact, like they did before. Uh, and that's also, a good twist in that sense yeah, yeah. so so but, i, f- I so, think that that's why i realized what it's like yeah the, the the bodies under the floorboard had the same wounds and like everyone has the same mm, wounds all mm. the time and that's like reenacting what happened 80 years ago mm. you should have thought of this you should have you shot me first i didn't shoot you you shot me until then we'll have to muddle through He realizes that it's not really real. Uh, I don't. So somehow, but both of them are overcome with the feeling that they have been shot, but they haven't really been because it's only ghost wounds and ghost shots or whatever. And he tells Scully to stand up. It's fine. And then they just run out of there, right? Yeah. They just uh, run, run out and it's okay. Now the door is unlocked and everything. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they're allowed to go then, I guess. Because yeah. then you see the ghost celebrating. You hear the Christmas, uh, you hear a Christmas song on the, uh, like being played and they hold their hands and sit there lovingly <laughs> and like maybe next year or something like that. Uh, and then the sh- whole episode actually ends with the uh, Scalder. Like, Mulder is watching some silly. Scrooge. Uh, is, uh, okay, it's a Scrooge, I yep. guess. Okay, yep. so cr- the ghosts of Christmas pass. Mm. Okay, that makes sense. So he's watching that on the television, and then there's uh, the doorbell uh, being called, and then Scully is standing there. I couldn't sleep. I was, um... <sighs> Can I come in? Yeah. Aren't you supposed to be opening Christmas gifts with your family? Well, none of that really happened out there tonight. That was all in our heads, right? It must have been. Not that uh, my only joy in life is proving you wrong. When have you proved me wrong? Well, why else would you want me out there with you? You didn't want to be there? Oh, that's, um, that's self-righteous and narcissistic of me to say, isn't it? No, I mean, 
Maybe I did want to be out there with you. I know we said that we weren't going to exchange gifts, but uh, I got you a little something. Mulder. Merry Christmas. Well, I got you a little something, too. <laughs> And I guess she just wanted... What, what is she saying? She just wanted it, him to confirm that it didn't really happen or something yeah. like that. And then it's a really nice ending with them exchanging Christmas presents. Like, they agree they shouldn't buy any. <coughs> I don't know why. Because they basically see none else. <laughs> but it, but, but wait, wait. Isn't, isn't that, that a thing couples do? Like say mm. that they are not, not supposed to buy each other gifts and then they always yeah. buy each other gifts. Um, don't you You're do right. that with your wife? or? Is it yeah, kind of. No, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe you're right. It's not like you... <coughs> none of us are expecting to get anything at least. So, so I think uh, that's also like playing on that they are kind of in a relationship, but they are not. Uh, that's that's mm. my, That was my take on that. Yeah, you're mm. probably right. Uh, and what do you think they got each other? So because uh, you don't see it, that's no, what it when it ends. Yeah, them opening so their presents. I think uh, Scully uh, got him a tie, uh, mm -hmm. and I yeah, think yeah. Mulder got her a book. Okay, what kind of book? Uh, something, like some, something paranormal, mumbo jumbo, or something. Uh, Maybe something about ghosts, then. Um, or maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm. Um, talking about ghosts is really interesting. Um, for, because in the beginning, Scully talks about ghosts. And then Mulder says, mm -hmm. uh, well, really, it's apparitions. Mm -hmm. uh, and then in the episode, Mulder uses ghosts. So I don't, mm -hmm. I don't, really, I, I don't know the difference between ghost and apparition. To be honest, uh, I have no idea. Yeah, like ghost, in a sense, has a more, uh, yeah, it's more of a childlike explanation for it, right? You see, you're afraid of ghosts, <coughs> but you kind of know that they're not existing. But yeah. <clears throat> so, um, like. What do you think of the episode overall, then? Uh, it's a bit It so sounds like you didn't really like it. <laughs> it's a bit meh, because I think the, the premise mm. of Ghosts makes it... Uh, I don't know. It's it's a bit too... I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot... It's not interesting in that sense. No. I mean, it's... It, in general, the episodes I find more interesting is like when it's... Um, like weird um, because it wasn't really a comedy episode that's why i like bad blood even though it's kind of vampires uh, mm. but like more like this weird thing oh we have this like in the, i think it's like in the really beginning of the series oh we have this have you heard about the chupacabra the mexican goat sucker and it's like it <laughs> basically can be like weird kids sticking holes in in animals like we have no idea mm. Uh, I mm. more like that kind of stuff where it's like 
you you have no idea. Maybe, what's maybe it's happening. a bit too much in the face here, also, because yeah. we're mentioning bad blood over and over again. That's a bit creeping up on you, uh, even though it's really funny. <clears throat> some parts of it. I think the funny parts here are, like in one scene, Mulder is actually scaring Scully with like with the like you, the as you do as a light. child with the flashlight on her and like woo yeah. and. It's it's kind of why I think it's sure it's not comedic like that sense, but it's kind of our also. It's more of a I would put this among the fun ones, not the like as you as you mentioned earlier. Also, it's not doing anything for the overall arc at all, uh, and I think maybe a lot of people like it because it's a lot about their relationship overall, right? Uh, it's kind of hard doing a Christmas themed episode and in yeah. that sense uh, they kind of did it good yeah and I think I think the most funny uh, the funniest bit was actually the Scully meeting the ghost and like mm. I'm a special agent blah 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 and the ghost getting scared <laughs> yeah I think when Mulder uh, had a chat with Lydia that was the favorite part for me <clears throat> because he's uh, he's so intrigued, like she being a ghost, and that's like what gets him off in a <laughs> sense. And when she starts using her powers, he's like getting he, he kind of forgets that he wants to go get away from there. Uh, and well, that's actually what keeps X Files going, also in a sense that he's like looking for something and he's really interested in the paranormal uh, and. Scully just want to take him down to earth again, <laughs> like in a, in many senses of the word. Uh, but like looking at all of the seasons of X-Files, like will they, won't they? That's going on a bit in here also, uh, since it ends with them together on Christmas anyhow. Yeah, and it's, <coughs> and it's like... Mulder only has Scully, and Scully really only has Mulder because uh, her sis her sister is dead, and she doesn't really like her family. Right? Uh, I don't really remember yeah. where we are in all these relationships. Well, like really early, uh, I think that gets set. Well, like in season one, even. Uh, when Mulder gets surprised that she has, like, I think he even th thought at one point that she had a kid or something like that. But it's her, it's her sister's kids, right? Uh, or brothers? I don't know. I can't remember. So she, you get to meet some of the family, but clearly she, she she's a workaholic, right? Uh, even before working with Mulder. And he is too dead set on his conviction so he has no one to turn to in the end yeah it's uh, it, it's quite interesting that uh, i mean that he is um, a psychologist and a criminal profiler and i think he was like educating people before in criminal profiling mm -hmm. i might be wrong on this uh but and also that scully is um a medical doctor and became a mm. pathologist which we see in a lot of episodes she she always does um, uh, cuts people up <laughs> and waste their yeah, yeah. And, and then becomes an FBI agent which is strange um, 
Mm. Mm. So clearly they are yeah. wo- they are capable, intelligent and workaholics, both of them. Mm. And uh, what I yeah, like looking at the like whole episode as a whole, I think it it's uh, you really really see how good actors they are, but also how much they matured in their roles like uh, being in that sense like needing each other and how the episode is basically about loneliness and even though they have each other they don't really know if they do right because they're not romantically involved and hasn't been yet Uh, and I think that's uh, something that Chris Carter we don't want to spoil any future seasons, but uh, like he had a really strict, uh, like uh, he was really strict on them not being a couple, right? No, uh, I've, I've, I'm I'm like a two out of five on this episode. Mm. Uh, mm. I mean, it's um, it's too much of the sheep tricks, so to say. Uh, also like stuff that's like yeah the grandfather clock like and the lightning yeah and like also like <laughs> one of the classic things there's a lightning and then a ghost appears that's like okay. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Like, but i think that's the tropes that they yeah. used uh, and that's like them being they're kind of making fun of it in a sense I'm uh, i like i like the special effects and the set design because it's scaled down also I've, i think uh, one of the things that's interesting is like in all these ghost things you get locked in a house but how do you really get locked in a house uh, mm-hmm. uh, I, I that is one of the the weird it's like in all these like ghost or scary stuff like it's not like it's boarded up or anything they can just go out yeah can't you make it in a way that they don't want to leave wouldn't that be more interesting than is closing the door. Yeah, I think sometimes someone is looking for another person and that's why they're not leaving because yeah. someone went ahead in a sense and I guess that's what's going on later on in this episode also. But <coughs> they're stuck more literally in this one mm-hmm. than like w- anything else. Uh, but I think we, we kind of uh, settled our scores with this episode. Yeah. Yeah, maybe next time someone else will join us. Uh, and maybe next time it would be a more... Should it be a scarier episode? Or should it be a more... Uh, <laughs> more in line of what you like? <coughs> Not very, very thematic, maybe next time. This yeah, I mean, there's, Christmas time there's, so, there's so many good single episodes. And even... Like like bad blood, we talked about that amazing episode, and also we have the yeah we have to do that one, and also we have on the Resident Evil theme, although the that Resident Evil is way later the 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 family in the house. Yeah, uh, that's a creepy one. That didn't get. I think they showed it once or something. Yeah, they didn't, didn't show it in re- reruns. Yeah, and that's also yeah. like like Resident Evil Seven. The game is basically that episode. Mm, mm. In, in, a, in a way a lot of Resident Evil <laughs> throwbacks from you it, it makes sense there's a, I think there might be some inspiration um, from in Resident Evil from, from X-Files 
Yeah, it mm. should be, should be. Uh, and there's a lot of episodes that are more uh, like not Monster of the Week ish that actually have talks about aliens more uh, and like the overall arc or everything. Uh, and and there's the Lone Gunman we haven't. Lone Gunman is a favorite, and also I think my favorite episode of X Files <coughs> is. Uh, the one about how Cancer Man became Cancer Man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think mine is probably the one that there, someone is uh, the death. They're trying to find death in photographs in some sense. Yeah. Mm. That's a good one for me. So thank you for uh, joining me, uh, Olan, once again. Uh, and uh, thank all the listeners, I guess, if we have any on this episode. After this, I don't know if we have any listeners anymore, but... Well, maybe that's good. This is a good uh, sign-off for us. Uh, but uh, take care out there. Yeah, bye. Bye-bye.